Christmas number one rewind, a podcast charting every Christmas number one chart battle ever with Tom Eames. It's Christmas! Welcome to part 7 of Christmas number 1 Rewind and the 2010s. The 2000s ended with one of the most talked about and passionate Christmas number 1 races of all time when our Facebook campaign finally derailed the X Factor from getting a fifth festive chart topper in a row. So did that mean the end of the talent show stranglehold of the chart? The 2010s also ushered in the era of streaming and with it an even bigger influx of Christmas classics. In 2010, a few campaigns hoped to repeat the success of the year before, including Slipknot and Stone Sour frontman Corey Taylor with his punk rock anthem Xmas, but it only got to number 37. There was also the Cage Against the Machine campaign, a somewhat pretentious attempt to get the John Cage silent 4 minutes 33 seconds to number 1, but it did get as high as number 21 for Christmas week. Only two Christmas classic re-entries via downloads that year, and again it was Mariah at 25 and the Pogues at 19, but there was a new Christmas song, Coldplay had released their new track Christmas Lights three weeks before, and it was at number 17 by Christmas week. John Lewis Christmas advert was starting to become a thing by 2010, and Ellie Goulding scored one of the first true chart hits from the festive ad, and her cover of Elton John's Your Song was at number 5. And you can tell everybody this is a song. It may be quite simple, but now that it's done, I hope you don't mind, I hope you don't mind that I put down in words. The biggest new challenger in 2010 was a Facebook campaign to get the 1963 surf rock hit Surfing Bird by the Trash Men to number one. Why? Not quite certain, probably just to get the most irritating song at number one instead of The X Factor. Famously used in several episodes of Family Guy, the track got as high as number three for Christmas. Just missing out in 2010 at number two was the latest single from Rihanna, her collaboration with Drake on What's My Name. But after a year off, The X Factor won out again in 2010. That year's show would prove to be its peak, with over 17 million people seeing Matt Cardle beat Rebecca Ferguson and One Direction in the final. 
With no huge challenger, his cover of Biffy Clyro's Many of Horror, which also re-entered at number 8 for Christmas week, and retitled as When We Collide, became the year's second best-selling single of the entire year, eventually selling over a million copies, and it scored the first Christmas number 1 of the 2010s. You say I love you, boy I know you lie I trust you all the same I don't know why Cause when my back is turned My bruises shine A broken fairy tale So hard to hide I still believe It's you and me till the end of time When we collide we come together 
So the X Factor had achieved five out of six Christmas number ones that they had gone for and had reclaimed the crown they lost in 2009. Would that continue for 2011? A few more Christmas re-entries on downloads for 2011, which included top 40 placements in Christmas week for Slade, Wizard, Chris Rear, Wham, Mariah Carey and The Pogues. There were also a few new festive releases, including the cast of The Only Way is Essex, who got together and recorded a cover of Last Christmas in aid of ITV's Tech Santa, landing at 33. was also Mistletoe by Justin Bieber at 28. I don't wanna miss out on the holiday, but I can't stop staring at your face. I should be playing in the winter snow, but I'ma be under the mistletoe with you. Stacy Solomon, who came third in the 2009 edition of The X Factor, released a cover of Driving Home for Christmas that was used in an Iceland TV advert and raised money for Alzheimer's Research UK and finished at 27, at the time higher than the Chris Rear original had ever achieved. Driving home for Christmas Oh, I can't wait to see those faces Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit was re-released as a limited edition 7-inch vinyl single in December 2011. In an attempt to emulate the successful 2009 Facebook campaign, a similar Facebook group was launched to get the song to Christmas number one in protest of how The X Factor dealt with the children's charity Rhythmics after Simon Cow attempted to trademark the name of the charity to give to a group on the show, who ended up as the eventual winners. However, his company Psycho lost the bid and the group changed their name to Little Mix. In the end, the campaign wasn't as successful as Rage Against the Machine, but it was enough to get it to number 11. Alex Day was an early adopter of the burgeoning vlogging scene by 2011, and had built up a legion of subscribing fans. Realising the power of social media and YouTube, he self-released his new single Forever Yours as a download in Christmas week, and it managed to sell over 50,000 copies and got to number four, despite having next to zero TV or radio coverage. Remember the time when we stole the whole day, and nobody knows it, we took it away, and it will be forever mine, and it will be forever Number three was an old novelty song from decades previously, repeating the success of Surfing Bird the year before. The 1960 tune Dominic the Donkey by Lou Monte had been used for a couple of years by Chris Moyles on his Radio 1 show, in reference to his newsreader colleague Dominic Byrne. For 2011, he asked his listeners to download the song for the Christmas week to see how high they could get it, and it almost got to number one. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the Donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la 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 but for 2011, The X Factor finished a little earlier than usual and decided not to release the winner's single in Christmas week. Instead, Champions of the 8th series and the first group to win, Little Mix, released their cover of Cannonball by Damien Rice the week previously, getting to number one, and it had fallen to number two by Christmas. Stones taught me to fly Love 
But the number one was a charity song that also harked back to 1980s There's No One Quite Like Grandma, though nowhere near as cheesy. The Military Wives was formed in 2011 by Gareth Malone on the BBC2 TV series The Choir. The programme followed Malone's visits to Chivner Barracks and then a few months later to Royal Citadel Plymouth, in which he formed two choirs of wives and partners of British military personnel deployed on active service in the Afghanistan war. In forming the choirs, Malone aimed to raise the women's morale and raise their profile in the public perception. The lyrics of the song, Wherever You Are, was a love poem compiled from letters written between the women and their absent husbands and partners, and was set to music by composer Paul Meller. It caught the imagination of the public, and after being championed by several high-profile people, particularly Chris Moyles' Radio 2 rival Chris Evans, it was propelled straight to the Christmas number one spot, selling over 550,000 copies. Crazy experience was Christmas Day. We got the Christmas number one, then having champagne and celebrating, photos taken from newspapers, to then an hour later being back at home, cooking a Christmas dinner, washing the pots, clearing up, and, and then falling asleep on the sofa like everybody else does on Christmas Day. most exciting of races in 2012 and quite a similar result to the previous year. There was the usual Christmas classic re-entries in the top 40 from Wizard, Chris Rear, Wham and Mariah Carey, with the Pogues finishing the highest at number 12. The boys are the 
There were a couple of new entries lower down, including Alex Day again, but this time Stupid Stupid was only at 25. But Viral Sensation, the £1 Fish Man, entered at 29 with £1 Fish. That year's John Lewis Christmas advert was Gabrielle Aplin's cover of The Power of Love by Frankie Goes to Hollywood, and it reached number one earlier in December, but it dropped down to number nine by Christmas. Three in 2012 was a future number one from Will I Am and Britney Spears, Scream and Shout. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out and scream and shout and let it out. We sayin' oh, we are, we are, we are. You are now, now rockin' with Will I Am and Britney, bitch. And the same result as 2011 as that year's X Factor winner, James Arthur, released his winner's single Impossible a week early, but it had dropped to number two by Christmas week. Tell them all I know now, shout it from the rooftops, write it on the skyline, all we had is gone now, tell them I was happy, and my heart is broken, all my scars are open, tell them what I And at number one in 2012, just like in 2011, was a charity single. After the News International phone hacking scandal, which eventually led to the closure of the News of the World newspaper in July 2011, members of the band The Farm, along with Pete Wiley and Mick Jones of The Clash, performed at an Anti The Sun concert in Liverpool in September. Following this, they formed the Justice Tonight band and toured the UK and Europe to raise awareness of the Hillsborough Justice campaign, to get justice for the 96 people killed and all those affected by the Hillsborough Stadium disaster of 1989. Initially, the idea was to re-release the 2009 single, The Fields of Anfield Road, by the Liverpool Collective featuring the Cop Choir. However, this idea was rejected, as it was felt that only a relatively small number of people would buy it. Instead, it was then decided that a re-recording of the Holly song, He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother, by various artists, including the Justice Tonight band, would be released as a charity single. Produced by Guy Chambers, it featured a host of artists and ex-Liverpool footballers, including Paul McCartney, Shane McGowan, Mel C, Robbie Williams, Paloma Faith, Beverly Knight, Jerry Marsden, and two members from the Hollies. Under the name The Justice Collective, the charity record sold enough copies to take it to the Christmas number one spot. The road is
three Christmas download re-entries for 2013 and it was the Holy Christmas number 2 Trinity, Wham at 36, The Pose at 14 and Mariah Carey at 13. Everyone had surely downloaded them by now. There were a couple of new Christmas songs though, including Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson, which surprisingly only reached number 30. Vintage pop groups who appeared in ITV2's reality series The Big Reunion all teamed up for a cover of Wizards' I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day, and it landed at number 21, raising money for Tech Santa. Previous week's number one was Lily Allen with her cover of Keen Somewhere Only We Know from the latest John Lewis Christmas ad, and it had dropped to number six by Christmas week. And if you have a minute, why don't we go? Talk about it somewhere only we know. This could be the end of everything, so why don't we go somewhere? 
ACDC fans Stevie Diamond and John Mortar, the latter of which was behind the Rage Against the Machine Facebook campaign in 2009, spearheaded a new Facebook campaign to get Highway to Hell as the Christmas number one to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the band and to again prevent the X Factor from achieving another number one. The campaign also raised money for Feel Yourself, a testicular cancer awareness charity. While it wasn't as successful, it did get as high as number four, the first time the song had even reached the top 40. Leona Lewis was back with an original Christmas song from her new festive album, One More Sleep. was a future number one, and in fact the best-selling single from the following year, Pharrell Williams with Happy from the Despicable Me Too soundtrack. meant that after two years away and without any obvious charity record in the way, the folks behind the X Factor felt that the time was right to try again for the Christmas number one and release it in Christmas week. And this time it worked, as the winner of the 10th series, Sam Bailey, got to the top with a cover of Demi Lovato's Skyscraper, with all proceeds going to Great Ormond Street Hospital and Together for Short Lives. With physical singles and downloads starting to wane compared to the rise of streaming, its total of just under 150,000 copies sold was a far cry from previous X Factor Christmas chart toppers, but it was still enough to get the main prize. Skies are crying, I am watching, catching teardrops in my head. Only silence as it's ending, like we never had a chance. Do you have to make me feel like there's nothing left of me? You can take everything I have, you can break everything I am, like I'm made of glass, like I'm made of paper. Go on and try to tell me. As the smoke clears, I awaken and untangle you from me. Would it make you feel better to watch me while I bleed? All my windows still are broken. 
In 2014, audio streaming from services such as Spotify became incorporated into the UK singles chart for the first time, meaning that a song gets the equivalent of one chart sale if it is streamed 100 times. In 2014, streaming wasn't quite the megaforce that it would soon become, but it was the start of a new era for the charts. It would also start to have a drastic effect on the Christmas chart, as streaming would have even more influence with old festive favourites returning than downloads ever did. From now on, it would all come down to when Christmas Day would land as to how high these classics would get, and when. The closer Christmas Day gets, the more Christmas song streams there are, with Christmas Day itself having millions of festive plays before immediately dropping off on Boxing Day. The highest Christmas classics re-entering in 2014 were Wizard, Wham, Mariah Carey and The Pogues, as high as number 11 in Christmas week. The wintry Let It Go by Dina Menzel from the Frozen soundtrack had hung around the chart all year long and was at number 25 that week. Let it go, let it go, can't hold it back anymore. Let it go, let it go, turn away and slam the door. I don't care what they're going to say, let the storm rage on, the cold never bothered me anyway. Ten years on from Band-Aid 20's triumph, a new version of Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid 30 was released in 2014. After debuting on The X Factor earlier in December, it did reach number one, but it didn't have the staying power of previous versions. Arranged once again by Bob Geldof in mid-year, and featuring the likes of Ellie Goulding, Ed Sheeran, Paloma Faith, One Direction, Ollie Murs, Sam Smith, plus returning stars Chris Martin and Bono, and a few YouTubers, it had fallen to number 19 by Christmas. There's a world outside your window, and it's a world of dread and fear, where a kiss of love there's death in every tear And the Christmas bells that ring there Are the clanging chimes of doom Well, tonight we'll reach in out And touching you There was a bit of novelty in the chart that year too, as the biggest silly campaign went to Got No Fans by the Rildstone Raider, aka Gordon Hill, a builder who found fame as an internet meme. A long-time supporter of Wildstone FC, he became a viral sensation due to a video of him heckling opposing supporters of Whitehawk FC at a football match in March the previous year. After the video reached its peak in popularity in December 2014, the Daily Mirror started a campaign to get him to Christmas number one. Royalties went to several charities, including Great Ormond Street Hospital, and he managed to get to number five. If you want some, I'll give it When I say don't know, you say fans. Don't know fans. Don't know fans. When I say don't know, you say fans. Don't know fans. Don't know fans. When I say don't know, you say fans. Don't know fans. Don't know fans. When I say don't know, you say fans. Don't know fans. Don't know fans. At number three was a previous number one in Million Seller, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Kiss me under the And at number two was the previous week's number one, and a song which would climb back to the top a week later and become 2015's best-selling single, Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. Just watch. 
But at number one, yes, it was The X Factor again for the seventh time out of 11 years it had been on TV. 11th series winner Ben Haynow recorded a cover of Something I Need by One Republic, with all proceeds going to the charity Together for Short Lives. It was more of a success than Sam Bailey the year before, selling over 210,000 copies, and was the second fastest seller of the year. I had a dream the other night About how we only get one life Woke me up right after two Stayed awake instead at you So I wouldn't lose my mind And I had the week that came from hell Yes, I know that you can tell But you're like the net under the ledge When I go flying off the edge You go flying off as well And if we're only here once I wanna live with you I drank too much Call it a temporary crush With broken words I tried to say Honey, don't you be afraid If we've got nothing, we've got
Christmas 2015, the charts had changed slightly in that the chart week changed from Sunday to Saturday to Friday to Thursday in order to align the chart week with a new global release day of Friday for music. In 2015, as Christmas Day itself landed on a Friday, this meant that it counted all sales and streams from the previous Friday right up until the end of Christmas Eve, leading to more Christmas re-entry than usual as people were upping their festive streams in the lead up to the big day. However, it wouldn't include the epic Christmas stream splurge of Christmas Day itself, but more on that later. Re-entries included Band-Aid, Chris Rear, Wizard, Shaken Stevens, Wham, The Pogues and Mariah Carey, who was the highest at 11. After triumphing for many years, The X Factor finally saw its control of the Christmas chart come to an end in 2015. That year's winner, Louisa Johnson, released her winner's single the week before Christmas, but she only landed at number 9 with Forever Young, the lowest charting winner's single ever by some distance. Perhaps a combination of dwindling viewing figures and a lack of streaming success, and by Christmas it was down to 12. It was all relatively quiet otherwise, with Justin Bieber having a festive takeover and claiming three entries in that year's Christmas Top 5. In fact, in January, he would break a new record for an artist having the whole Top 3 for the first time ever. For Christmas 2015, What Do You Mean was at 5. What do you mean? Sorry was at 3. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm The Ed Sheeran ballad Love Yourself was at two. Cause if you like the way you look that much, oh baby, you should go and love yourself. And if you think that I'm still holding on to something, you should go and love yourself. But at number one, it was another charity record. This time around, it was the Lewisham and Greenwich NHS Choir. A Bridge Over You was a mashup of Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon and Garfunkel and Coldplay's Fix You, with additional arrangements by the choir's conductor, Peter Mitchell. The NHS choir had previously appeared on the first series of Gareth Malone's BBC2 show The Choir, Sing While You Work, in 2012, and the song was recorded the following year. A social media campaign to get the choir to the Christmas number one spot was launched in October 2015, and at the time, Secretary of State for Health Jeremy Hunt was debating extending the contracted hours of junior doctors, a move that proved controversial and which prompted the British Medical Association to consider strike action. On the week of the Christmas charts, Justin Bieber, who was the favourite to win the race, tweeted his support of the choir song, saying, For one week it's okay not to be number one. Let's do the right thing and help them win. It's Christmas. His support worked, as it just beat his song Love Yourself to the Top Spot, with sales of just over 127,000 copies.
Christmas Day landing on a Sunday in 2016, the Christmas chart included all streams up until the end of the 22nd, so there were less festive re-entries for Christmas week, and a rather lacklustre chart battle if you can even call it that. But there was the very first top 40 placement for Michael Bublé's version of It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas at 38, in fact the first song to reach the top 40 from his multi-million selling Christmas album from 2011. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look at the 5 and 10 It's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes that glow Mariah Carey's All I Want For Christmas Is You was clearly proving to be the most popular festive classic in the streaming era as it had climbed to as high as number 5 for Christmas week. The X Factor tried a different tactic in 2016 by getting 13th series winner Matt Terry to release an original Christmas song. When Christmas Comes Around fared better than Louisa Johnson by landing at number three the week before, but by Christmas it was down to number eight. For the down and outs, the broken layabouts, what will they do now when Christmas comes around? But the top three was perhaps the most nothing Christmas top three of all time, as they were simply just songs that were out at the time. No novelty songs, no charity records, no Facebook campaigns. They were just there. At three was One Direction's Louis Tomlinson with Just Hold On. At two was Rag and Bone Man with Human. And I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying. But I'm only human after all I'm only human after all Don't put your blame on me And at number one was Rockabye by Clean Bandit with Sean Paul and Anne-Marie, a song about a single mother struggling to support her family. It was its seventh week at number one, and thanks to its supreme streaming power, it was enough to keep it at number one for Christmas. It was the first song to do so that was not an X Factor winner song, charity single, or stunt song since Mad World in 2003. However, not including streaming, it sold just 57,500 copies, becoming the lowest selling Christmas number one of all time. Group member Grace Chatto said, We did think about making a Christmas version, but there wasn't any need, and that they would celebrate with some very large shots of Baileys. Despite being number one for seven weeks, it was only the 37th best selling single of the year, showing just how popular streaming all year had become. Definitely one to keep up your sleeve for pub quizzes. She works a night by the water. She's gone astray so far away from her father's daughter. She just wants a life for a baby. All on her own, no one will come. She's got to save him. Daily struggle. She tells him, Ooh, love, no one's ever gonna hurt you, love. I'm gonna give you all of my love. Nobody matters like you. Stay up there. She Stay tells up there. him, Your life ain't gonna be nothing like my life. You're gonna
see and know that you really care Cause any obstacle come you well prepare and No mama you never shed tear Cause you have to set things year after year And you give the youth love beyond compare You find the school fee and the bus fare when the pops disappear In a wrong bar, can't find him nowhere Steadily your workflow, everything you know So you're not stop, no time, no time for your dear Now she got a six-year-old Trying to keep him warm Trying to keep out the gold When he looks in her eyes He don't know he is safe when she says Christmas Day fell on a Monday, meaning streams were only included up until the end of the 21st. However, this didn't mean a lack of festive favourites returning, as streaming on Spotify, Amazon and elsewhere were clearly becoming even more popular. There were placements in Christmas week for Paul McCartney, Andy Williams, Leona Lewis, John Lennon, Slade, Wizard, Michael Bublé, Chris Rea, Elton John, Shaken Stevens, Brenda Lee, The Pogues and Band-Aid. The week before, Mariah Carey actually equalled her highest ever chart placement of number two, and not for the last time. For the next few years, Mariah and the rest will be the victim of the official chart company's ACR rule, or Accelerated Chart Ratio, which is usually aimed to stop a song that's dominating streaming services from clogging up the charts. If the sales of a song fall for three weeks in a row, the ratio by which sales are calculated is tweaked, essentially halved. However, this also applies to songs over three years old, regardless of how well it's doing, meaning that old Christmas songs will never quite be as high as they perhaps actually are. Anyway, Mariah was at number four by Christmas week. It was also the first top 40 placement for Ariana Grande's Santa Tell Me, which was at number 32. Santa tell me if you're really there Don't make me fall in love again if you won't be here 
Christmas Day 2016, George Michael tragically passed away at the age of 53. The following year, fans of the singer launched a campaign to get Wham's Last Christmas to number one at Christmas, finally getting the classic to the top after it missed out in 1984 due to the release of Band-Aid. This, coupled with the fact that it was always going to get loads of streams anyway, meant that Wham had the biggest Christmas re-entry that year, finishing in third place in Christmas week. Going forward, depending on when Christmas Day lands, it's proving to be the week after Christmas, which actually sees more Christmas songs take over the top 40, as Christmas Day streaming totals itself will never actually be included in the Christmas chart. As Christmas Day landed on a Monday in 2017, this meant that there were 4 days out of 7 that were full of festive streams, including the big day. 23 out of the 40 songs were Christmas tracks in the week after the Christmas chart, with Wham getting agonisingly close to righting that wrong by climbing to number 2. Anyway, back to the Christmas chart, and that year's X Factor winners were the group Raksu. Their original song Dimelo had reached number 2, which was an improvement, but it was down to number 9 by Christmas. At number 2 was a new entry that wasn't exactly the most festive release. That week, Eminem just happened to release his latest album Revival, meaning a few tracks from the album charted. The most streamed was River, a collaboration with Ed Sheeran, and it landed straight at number two. And I know she's using me to try to play him. I don't care. Hi, Suzanne, but I should have said bye, Suzanne, after the first night. But tonight I am. I've been a liar, been a thief, been a lover, been a cheat. Oh, my sins need holy water, feel it washing over me. Well, little one, I don't want to admit to something. If all it's going to cause is pain, the truth in my life. But it was Ed Sheeran who achieved something that hadn't been done since the Beatles in 1967, as he beat himself to the Christmas number one. His song, Perfect, complete with a Christmassy music video, had already been number one for two weeks, and he kept hold of the number one spot for Christmas. Ed actually came up with a cunning tactic to make sure he got the prize, as he made the most of another questionable chart rule by releasing three different versions of the same song that all counted as one as well as the original ballad who released Perfect Duet, a collaboration with Beyonce, and then Perfect Symphony with Andrea Pacelli. If you ask me, they are technically three different songs, but even so, it was enough to give him his 10th million selling single in the UK when taking streams into account. I found a love for me Darling, just dive right in Follow my lead I found a girl Beautiful and sweet well, I never knew you were the someone Waiting for me Cause we were just kids when we fell in love Not knowing what it was I will not give you up this time Your heart is all I own. 
Christmas classic culprits were there again in 2018, but with Christmas Day landing on a Tuesday, there was even more of a Christmas takeover in the week after Christmas that year, with 26 out of 40 songs, including Mariah rising to number 2 again, and even rare re-entries for Boney M, Mud and East 17. But for the actual Christmas chart, there were only 15 Christmas songs in total, including Mariah Carey at 4, Wham at 7, and The Pogues at 10. And for the first time ever, the X Factor winner didn't even make the top 40 for Christmas, Dalton Harris's cover of The Power of Love by Frankie Goes to Hollywood was released several weeks earlier than usual and had dropped to number 43 by Christmas week. The power of love, from above, my soul. 
Elsewhere, that week, Ariana Grande released a brand new song, Imagine, which charted at number 8, while her previous track, Thank You Next, was number 1 the week before and dipped to number 3 for Christmas. And at number two was American singer Ava Max with future number one, Sweet But Psycho. But despite streaming taking over the charts and downloads having almost zero effect on the outcome on most weeks, a charity single proved that it was still possible to break through and get to number one, despite almost zero streams. Blogger and YouTuber Lad Baby, aka Mark Hoyle and his wife Roxanne, had built up a strong fan base online for a number of years with comedy vlogs about their experiences as parents. And for Christmas 2018, they released a charity single, a parody cover of Starship's 1985 song, We Built This City. The song had new lyrics about sausage rolls, a recurring theme on their channel. All profits from the single went to the Trussell Trust, a UK food bank charity. Despite all the odds against them, they managed to outsell Eva Max and became the first British YouTubers to top the chart and get the first novelty track to number one at Christmas since Bob the Builder in 2000. We built this city We built this city on sausage We built this city Come on, babe We built this city on sausage rolls It's not bad, that So are they, eh? But are epic, aren't they? Stay in tune If you've never had one
Christmases Cause she loves Christmas songs And what more could she wish for? Yes, mate The sausage roll sing along <laughs> It's not just a meat snack It's a way of life Treating your friends and family Christmas Day was on a Wednesday, meaning that the week after Christmas was a festive extravaganza with 29 out of 40 songs in total. This included the first ever top 40 placing in history for any version of Let It Snow, as Dean Martin's version crept in at number 39. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, Plus Mariah Carey got to number two again, will she ever get to number one? And the week after Christmas saw Ellie Goulding's cover of Joni Mitchell's River climb to number one to beat Mariah, though it was an Amazon exclusive track and would play first if anyone of Amazon smart speakers of any description asked it to play Christmas music, which seems a bit dodgy if you ask me, but I digress. Ellie was at number 11 for Christmas week itself. It's coming on Christmas, they're cutting down trees, they're putting up reindeer, Singing songs of joy and peace Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on Elsewhere, the Christmas chart wasn't that exciting and there wasn't even any X Factor that year as instead there was just a celebrity edition that no one really cared about. At the top end, Lewis Capaldi was at number three with Before You Go. So week, Stormzy released his latest album, Heavy Is The Head, and with a three-song chart rule, his tracks Lessons landed at nine, Audacity at six, and Own It, featuring Burner Boy and Ed Sheeran, who got his second Christmas number two in a row, was in second place. I love how you hold it, 
would you believe it, Lad Baby managed it again. Mark and Roxanne recorded a parody cover of I Love Rock and Roll, retweaked as I Love Sausage Rolls, again raising money for the Trussell Trust. And with encouragement by rival Stormzy on Twitter, Lad Baby became only the third act in history to achieve consecutive Christmas number ones after the Beatles and the Spice Girls. They also held the unique achievement of only having one week inside the top 40. So there you have it, every single UK Christmas number one chart battle to date. Sure, the general love and interest in the UK singles chart in general has dwindled over the years, particularly in the last 10 years since streaming kicked in, but it still remains an institution and something uniquely British that many people will be forever fascinated in. It remains to be seen what could happen in the next 10 years. 10 years ago we probably wouldn't have predicted streaming to have such an influence, and the same went for downloads 10 years before that, so who knows how we'll be consuming music by 2029 and if the charts will still even exist. 
Assuming it does carry on for another decade, it will be interesting to see what kinds of acts and songs can achieve the feat. Will it only ever be one-off charity records that could beat whoever happened to be number one the week before? Will Lad Baby just continue to release new sausage roll parodies each year and get more Christmas number ones than the Beatles? Will Amazon continue their dodgy hacking of the charts each year? Will we actually see a Christmas song top the big chart? We haven't had one since 2004, and that was only a third version of Do They Know It's Christmas, you'd have to go back to 1990 for the last one. Will Wham or The Pogues ever finally get to number one? Mariah at least finally achieved the feat in December 2020, but we'll cover that next time. For now, we'll just enjoy looking back at Christmas chart battles of old and remembering all the bonkers years like Little Jimmy Osman vs Chuck Berry, John Lennon vs St Winifred's School Choir, or Ed Sheeran vs Ed Sheeran. I'll leave you with arguably the biggest Christmas song of all time that would definitely have been a Christmas number one ten years before it was even possible. Until next time, Merry Christmas. Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow Christmas With every Christmas card I write May your days be merry and bright And may all your Christmases be And may 